Hey there, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another Along the Path episode. I'm Jared, and this is episode three, Why Do I Believe in God? Now, I want to give a little bit of information here at the beginning of the episode. This is a weekly podcast that I'm doing, and I'm releasing a new episode at the beginning of every week. So if you are enjoying these episodes, be on the lookout for them every Monday. Just look up Along the Path, and every Monday, a new episode should be posted. So let's get back to the topic of this episode. Why do I believe in God? Man, here my youth group goes again, asking these hard-hitting questions. It seems like they really want to know the personal stuff and how it relates to them in their life. I I get it. I was searching just like they were at their age. I had many questions, and the answers were few and far between, but I got them eventually. But... Now, just imagine if someone comes up to you, uh, let alone them being 14, 15, 16 years old, and they ask you, why do you believe in God? Now, do you think that you'd have the answer for them? I'm not sure how it is for other people and what their stories are, but for me, this timeline of this 14, 15, 16 years old is perfect because it was around this age that I truly started to believe in God. Why do you believe in God? This could be one of the hardest questions for me to answer, but also perhaps one of the easiest questions for me to answer. The simple and easy answer for me is because I have to. Now, I don't mean that by someone's making me believe in God. I mean that by I have to believe in God to give me peace, to give me hope, so I can have love in my heart and I could show love to others. Because without believing in God, I don't know if I could have peace or hope or if I would ever know how to love. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, God is love. But, my brothers and sisters, I can't even begin to tell you how true that is. In the first letter of St. John, chapter 4, verse 7 through 12, it explains God's love. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. And for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the anointing sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, Since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. I think that is a perfect example in the Bible of God's love being explained to us. Now, in the previous episode, you heard me talk about how the church saved me, and it was through the love of God that others showed me that saved me. God's love is unconditional, forgiving, 
abundant, reckless, and fulfilling. Without believing in God and experiencing His love, I don't know who I would be today. So that's why I have to believe in God. Now that's the simple answer I gave you. The more complex answer is more of a story. Let me take you back to when I was around the 14, 15, 16 year old timeline that I was talking about. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but it was around the 10th grade, around the time when I started going back to CCD classes that I talked about in previous episodes. I was making new friends, experiencing a loving God, and finding myself with a new identity. All at the same time learning who God was. Like I said before, I grew up Catholic, and I was always taught how God was real, how God is love, to say your prayers, yada yada yada. But it didn't have any meaning to me. It was just something that was taught to me. I didn't understand what that meant, that God loved me and that God was real. It didn't have any feeling attached to it. It didn't have, like, substance to it. It was just like if you would tell a kid growing up every day that candy tasted good, but they never tasted it before. They go their whole lives without ever tasting chocolate or candy or sweets. And they know growing up that candy tastes good and that it's sweet and that it tingles in your mouth and that everything that they need to know about candy. But they've never experienced it before in their life and they've never tasted it. Until finally one day when they're a teenager... And they have this experience of tasting candies, something that they've never experienced before in their life. And everything that everyone has ever told them about candy is just flooding through their mind. And they're overwhelmed with the experience of tasting this candy for the first time. This whole experience happened to me with God. Like I said, I was raised Catholic and I was taught so much about God, but I've never tasted his love or experienced his love before. I remember the exact moment when I tasted candy for the first time. Not real candy, I mean God's love. I remember the exact moment where I could be for certain to tell you that God is real, God exists, and God's love exists. Now, to some of you, this story will just be a story. Just like when I was younger, people would tell me stories of how God was real and how God's love is real. But I never really understood or felt God's love. This is just me sharing my experience with why I believe in God. The story isn't meant for you to just automatically believe in God when I'm finished. This is just a testimony to my faith in God in hopes that if you're struggling to believe in God, for you to take time upon yourself to search for God and to give Him an opportunity to reveal Himself to you, as He did for me. If I remember correctly, I was around 16 years old, and it was the summer between 10th and 11th grade. Our church diocese hosted a Catholic youth conference called Stupenville on the Bayou. What this is, is a weekend that people put on uh, for teenagers in particular. 
It is a weekend event that starts on the Friday afternoon and ends on Sunday around lunchtime. And it's filled with different speakers, uh, workshops, live music, mass celebrations, and fellowship. Steubenville is a town with a Catholic college. And they decided to make these conferences around the country to spread the love of God to people who couldn't necessarily travel all the way to where Steubenville, the, the town, is. They would have these conferences dotted around the country over the summer so that youth could have an opportunity to experience God. I was one of these youth. My church parish had a group of about 15 or 20 of us who attended this conference, and this was the first time that my church parish had ever made a group to go to this conference. We arrived there around 5 o'clock in the afternoon, not really knowing what to expect. When we got there, the atmosphere was something I've never experienced before. There was roughly 3,000 other youth that were here this weekend in the building to experience the same thing. Now, you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of kids there to experience God. But other conferences throughout the country had up to ten or 15,000 kids in bigger cities. My small town only had about 3,000, but it was still a sight to see. I remember walking around the building with my friends, joking around, not really knowing what's going on, finding my seat, and settling into the beginning of the conference. There was a lot of music and dancing, and then we settled down to start to hear the first talk or workshop. And then after that, we experienced an adoration. I can explain more about adoration in another episode, but for those of you who don't know what adoration is, for the purpose of this episode, I will tell you it is when you are exposed to the precious body and blood of Jesus and we are able to be in his presence. Now, I've never experienced this before in my life. For those of you who haven't experienced an adoration before, it's hard to explain, but just know that this was the strangest yet most comfortable feeling that I've ever experienced. Having 3,000 kids giving the opportunity to be in the presence of God and adore Him and worship Him was life-changing. That first night, I didn't really experience much, but it was an introduction to God, if you want to call it that from my perspective, because it was something I've never experienced before. The next day, which was Saturday, there were many more talks, many more workshops, and other testimonials. All people talking about God and how He can change your life and how He's in your life. But it wasn't until that night when we were able to experience adoration again that really was an eye-opener for me. Before adoration started, the bishop got up in front of the congregation and asked all the kids if they wanted to make a public commitment to follow Christ. As you can guess, I got up from the bleachers, walked to the stage where the bishop was to make my public commitment. Still to this day, I'm not sure why I got up or even how I got up and walked down the stairs to make that commitment it was as if my body was moving for me without me telling myself to go. There were so many kids that night that wanted to make that public commitment that I didn't even get to make it to the stage. I had to stop in the aisle next to all these kids. 
the bishop told us to hold our hands out in front of us and repeat after him to make the commitment. I did as I was told. And after I stated my commitment out loud, the bishop said that we could return to our seats after somebody prayed over us and embraced us with a hug. Right after we finished the commitment, there was somebody sitting right next to me where I was standing in the middle of the aisle with my hands out in front of me. He stood up, prayed over me, embraced me with a hug, and I turned around and returned to my seat. I remember holding my hands out in front of me and not being able to move them from the point that I made my commitment. I go all the way back to my seat and sit down with my hands still out in front of me and emotions are just going through me, not knowing exactly what just happened. All the kids return to their seats and adoration begins. During adoration, you're supposed to kneel, so I knelt down with my hands still out in front of me, just questioning what is happening to me. During this adoration, I taste candy for the first time. I experience God in a way I've never experienced Him before. He filled me with His love and mercy at a point where I physically couldn't take it anymore. I rested in the Holy Spirit. I remember praying harder than I've ever prayed before, having dozens of questions for God, asking Him things like, Who is He? Where is He? Why does He love me? Why am I here? And I remember losing control of my body because I was so filled with His grace. When I woke up from this experience, I still remember not being able to move my hands. They were still out in front of me, just as they were when I made my commitment. In this moment was the most peaceful experience that I have ever felt in my entire life. Not a care in the world, not a worry in the world. It was bliss. And I remember thinking, wow, that's the power of God's love. After a little while, I was able to regain my strength and able to have control over my body again. And I got back to my seat and sat and just kept thinking about and remembering what just happened and just living in that moment. At the end of each night, we, go, we would go back to our church parish as a group, and we would share our experiences of what happened each day. And I remember that I couldn't wait to share this experience with my friends, and they too having similar experiences that they can't wait to share with me and the others. All of us having experienced God's love in our own personal way, of us on fire with the Holy Spirit and just so excited to share God's love. Now, I've had dozens and dozens of these experiences that God has shown me in my life after this point where He continues to show me His existence and His love for me. But this experience when I was about 16 was where I can truly say that I experienced God for the first time and I could tell you for sure, 100% certain, that He is real. It was also at this point on where my relationship with God really started. It was at this point where my prayer life really flourished and was able 
to talk to God like a friend. I had learned so much and knew so much about him, but didn't know he was real until then. And because I had known so much about him, I was able to build that relationship with him, that friendship with him easily. Yes, just like any relationship, I have my ups and downs, but I never stopped believing in him and I never stopped loving him because after an experience like that, I don't think I can ever stop loving him or stop believing in him. Now, I'm sure that this story that I just told you doesn't quite do it justice. And like I said, it's probably just another story to those who have never really experienced God truly like this before. But as I said, I hope that in me sharing my story with you on why I believe in God helps you to seek out God if you haven't experienced him yet, if you haven't tasted candy yet. Because, my brothers and sisters, I can promise you, if you haven't tasted candy yet, whenever that time comes for you and that you have that first experience, you will never, ever forget it. That moment will stay with you for the rest of your life and it will change your life for the better. I believe in God because I have to and because I choose to. I have to for it to give me hope and happiness and I choose to because I know he is love and without love my brothers and sisters I don't know where I would be or where this world would be to know that God is love and to see love throughout the world shows me that God's working throughout the world and that there is hope and happiness for all of us I hope you do believe in God and if you haven't experienced him yet, I hope that time for you comes soon. You may not experience him like I did. Everyone experiences God's love in a different way. And that's one of the things that I have learned over the years. You can ask anyone who truly believes and they all have their own personal story as to why or how they believe in God. So my brothers and sisters, like I said before, I hope you do believe in God and if you don't yet or if you don't necessarily have that proof yet, I hope that you seek out an opportunity to allow God to show himself to you so that you too can experience tasting candy for the first time. This has been another episode of Along the Path with Jared. I hope you enjoyed it and stay tuned for more. Remember to be on the lookout for next week's episodes. God bless, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening.